following podcast contains adult materials such as swearing and mathematics. We'll let you decide which is scarier. Moreover, we of course know everything about the presenter mathematics. But if you think we've made a mistake, think of it as an application of Cunningham's Law. The best way to get the right answer on the internet is to post the wrong one. That's our excuse, and we're sticking with it. Welcome to Maths at the Movies, an addendum. Oh, Yeah, we are simply put, three people sitting uncomfortably close together <laughs> to actually bring you a podcast where we're not recording in three different places. We are actually all in the same room. So wow. I am touching Ben and Tom yes, at the same time. Touch me there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the operation. Sorry, but your, your mum liked it there, so I just assumed that you... <laughs> the my, way- mom, my mom listens to this. She's I know she does. Listening. Hello, Ben's mum. I can only apologise. <laughs> so my mum also listens to this as well. She, she loves you. I've met Ben's mum. Um, I don't know if you remember Ben, but I once slept in your living room right. after a night out. Right. Um, and your cat came and slept on my face and dribbled on my face. Do you remember the, your cat that dribbled? Oh, my dribbly cat. And then your mum, I believe, was very charming to me in the morning. Oh, um, whilst you had cat dribble so, on yes. your. Anyway, um, <laughs> the listeners didn't tune in to hear us talk well, about. <laughs> it's a very weird start to a podcast, which I can only apologise for. So <laughs> let's explain. This is an, an addendum piece, which should be a shorter piece, but if we talk about cats, we may go on for a little while. But the idea of this uh, is it's going to be a companion to the main series of podcasts, and it gives us a bit of time to explore pieces that we can't normally talk about in the main show. No. The, main, the, the one we want to talk about in this one is when Ben screwed up. Oh, I screwed up big time. Well, you see, I don't think I did. <laughs> okay, okay. Go anyway. Hold on, hold on. Right, so the, what we're going to be talking about is during the imitation game, I believe, we had a question about a boy being on a Tuesday, and Ben will reintroduce this. Okay, so the question was... Uh, a man stands up and he says, uh, I have two children, one of whom is a boy born on a Tuesday. What are the chances that my other child is also a boy? Okay, very, so it, it's very self-contained. We're, we're going to define that there are only boys and girls. Yeah. And that a boy and a girl can occur each time 50-50 chance. Yes. When we say we're defining that there are only boys and girls, we're pretending that that's the case for yes. the sake of... For, for this question, question uh, as Ben said in his video... There are no social reasons for this. It's just for the purposes of yeah. this question. As in all probability questions, we're not trying to trick you out. We have to define what we're talking about. Okay. So, there's a simpler problem, which is, um, I have two children, one of whom is a boy. What are the chances that my other child is a boy? And we spoke about this, and so, uh, Liz, you actually solved this one. Did I? Yeah. Well, we, we, we talked you through it. I see. Okay. Well, good for me. Um, so, we, um, I assume we got to the stage that it's actually... a. It's a third, yes. Because yes, my two children can be boy-boy, boy-girl, or girl-boy, because order is important. And you okay. can't have girl-girl. Okay, and the question is, I have two children, what's the chance that both of my children are boys? And that's only the event boy-boy out of those three events, boy-boy, boy-girl, and girl-boy. So, so the problem solved is one third. And are, are you happy with that? I am very happy. I've, I watched the video. I'm going to plug it. It was very good. So the first one we're all agreed, though. I that's think, one third. I think pretty much we agree. So then the second one... Well, no, but see, this is the point. Okay, this is, this is the point. Uh, we, we had some, some dispute to the harder question. And, of course, it depends what you mean by language. Hold on, this is a maths podcast. Yeah, well, exactly. But the thing is, maths is a language. True. And English does True. not translate well into mathematics. So... How this person 
uh, describes the problem is important. Okay. So if I were to meet you in the street and say, hey, I've got one child, my child is a boy, then, and I say, oh, by the way, I've got another child, because of the way I've said it, you might assume, well, you would have said you had two boys if you had two boys. Okay, so it's more about the colloquial use of the language of how you said it. Well, it's sort of that as well. Uh, it, it, did this person think that you were saying only one of them is a boy? Well, okay, so there's some nuances there, yeah. So absolutely, that's important, you know, whether you're saying only one of them is a boy or... Because uh, it'd be unusual for you to say, I have one boy, what is the other child? And my, <laughs> my argument is that this is a maths question. Yes. So, we're, you know, yes. we're, we're kind of assuming that we're doing something a bit silly for the same... It, it's like, you know, the person who goes into a supermarket to buy 30 watermelons. Absolutely. You know, that no one's going to do that, but for the purposes of a question. Yes, absolutely. Although I did see a person coming out of uh, co-op, other, you know, other supermarkets are available, and they did have two trolleys full of milk. To which I did say to the person, you might as well have bought a cow, really, at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, anyway. So we kind of agree that the first one is a third. Yes, we're happy with a third. So, But when I tell you one of my children is a boy born on a Tuesday... Yes. Okay, the question is, well, am I telling you about my first child? And have I not told you that my second child is a boy? uh, Because I'm I'm, I'm tricking you in some way. Um, But I, I, I guess a deeper question is, well... Why is this guy standing up? Okay, so the, the only way, as, as, a, as a viewer, as a listener pointed out, the only way this makes sense is if we consider all possible people who have two children, one of whom is a boy born on a Tuesday, and we uh, get one of them to stand up uh, at that uh, you know, mass conference and say, hey guys, I've got a problem for you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then, then this is a valid uh, answer. 13 over 27 is a valid answer. So, okay, so if I understand right, then um, there's, there's two ways of reading the questions, as you say. The first one is that you're just choosing a child at random within your two children. Yes. And the second way is because you're telling me about, about the child, that's the dominant child, that's the first child in some way. And because you're saying about that, then it becomes a, a half. And even more things like this one. Yeah, so, so it's all about how you interpret how you've yeah. been told. So I'm not 100% sure I've got this right. No, but are we, <laughs> so when I was watching your video, I was thinking about probability. Yes. And the way I've always seen probability is about predicting the future. Yes. So I suppose there are two ways of thinking about the question. One is I had a boy that was born on Tuesday. That happened. I'm now pregnant again. Congratulations. Thank you very much. (laughs) She looks wonderful Um, with it, by the way. And um, what's the probability that my next child child will be a boy? Yeah. And that's got to be 50. Oh, that is, yes. That's 50. Yeah, Yeah, because they're independent. Every child Um, will be independent. But I guess the other way of thinking about it that I hadn't thought of, and I have to say, when you told me the answer to this, I did think, that's weird. I'm sure it's kind of independent, and therefore it's still a half. Mm -hmm. But I guess is that thing of saying if you have a room full of people with two children, two children um, one of whom is a boy. Yep, at least one of whom is a boy. Um, Older, younger, we don't care. Just and and with a, the rest of them is random. Yeah. The the probability that if you pick one of those people at random, the probability that their next child was a boy is in fact thirteen over twenty seven. But I, can, I, I mean, we're, we're getting maybe stuck into uh, syntax and things. Because what I want to try kind of draw out is in the first question, it's one third. We're all happy with that. Yes. 33%. 33%. Yes. 
still only if you're in that big room of people yes, scenario. Yes, yeah, but you don't have the extra information born the, on Tuesday. The, the one of my children is a boy born on Tuesday convention. Just, I have a boy convention. So yeah, so in the I have a boy convention, then they would be one third. And But by adding this extra bit of information that the boy was born on a Tuesday, it goes to 13 over 27, which is practically a half. For an applied mathematician, that's a half. This is weird. This is the thing. By adding more information in, you've gone from one third, 33%, to 13 over 27. Okay, I've got a new question. Okay. If you added more information, so you said, uh, I've got a boy who was born on a Tuesday at two o'clock, or maybe not, oh, and then not, not the a time. continuous thing, um, but, you know, and he's got blonde hair. Oh, born in the morning. And you can say morning and afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Um, would that take it closer to a half? I Does think it, it would. Uh, because there's, there's, there's more gradations in there. Yeah. So you go boy, 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 girl, boy, girl, girl. So yeah. if, you've got, if you split every day into morning and night kind of thing, then you would have more degradations. And I think it might go and to And is that, that why it is a half? In real because life, you have all because, the information. Because you have an infinite number of different... But it also matters in how you tell people, how you decide which information you're going to tell. So mm-hmm. this is the crucial thing. Okay, if if the if the guy who stands up and says I've got two children, one of whom was born born on a Tuesday, and you know is randomly selected, it's totally different if he's standing up there trying to trick you out. So, so yeah, I could have a conference instead of just boy born on Tuesday conference. I could have eldest boy born on a Tuesday conference, mm-hmm. and then that would skew the probability because then it's fifty percent because you know all the eldest boys are born on Tuesday. What's the next child? It's then fifty fifty. Okay, I see. Yes, and technically it's right, but I've chosen a subset of those people to skew. So the order is important. Could be. Could be. Important. Yeah. So, uh, so, I mean, this is important. The person's motivation, how the person was chosen is important. Uh, the person's motivation when um, doing this is important. How the person selected which fact he's going to tell you about his children is also important. And that all determines what the answer is. So let's give, I'll give you an example, Okay. What are my chances of winning the lottery tonight? And have you bought a ticket? <laughs> Well, that's a good question. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got two tickets. What are the chances of me winning the lottery? Tonight? Oh, is yeah. it two yeah. in fourteen million? No, no. It, I mean, let's take a bigger question. If I have fifty pounds, yes. which is better? Do I buy fifty tickets all in one go on one Saturday, or do I play fifty Saturdays consecutively? Which is better? Do you think? I think it's fifty on the same day, instinctively. I instinctively, okay, that's great. Like, um, yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Again, applied mathematics says it. Doesn't matter because the difference in probability is so small, but it's actually slightly, slightly sort of like the tenth decimal place is slightly better to drop it all in one go because you can see that if you explode the numbers for you know fourteen million, if I buy fourteen million, fourteen different tickets all in one go, I'm guaranteed to win because that's all the combinations. I see. Yes. Okay. But if I buy fourteen million in consecutively, I'm not guaranteed to win. So you can see in that case, it's best to buy it all in one go. So back to my problem. Back to your go. Two yes. lottery tickets. Mm. Okay, what are my chances? So I'm going to say it's slightly better than the one in 40 million, but only so small that you don't play. Uh-huh. So it's better than two in 14 million? It's not as good as two in 40 it's not, million? It's better than one in, in 40 million times one in 14 million. Okay, but what now if I tell you I've got the same numbers for each one? Ah, then it breaks down to one in 40 million again. Okay, so it depends on how we ask this question. Right. It? Okay. Right. And it's not exactly the same if it was, was a but man but it, if I, as you say it, it all comes down to if someone's trying to trick you or set it up. And this is the problem with info. This is a problem with English being an imprecise language for doing these things. So we could set this up mathematically. We could yeah. introduce you yeah. to measure theory and large samples and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and we you know, we could get all this rigorously. Uh, so 
And some to... bastard right. would ruin it. The <laughs> point is, the point is, okay, if you listen to the podcast and you've got a different answer to me, you're probably right, okay? You probably <laughs> made different assumptions. Well, to be honest, you did get it right because Ben got it wrong I first mean, time. One of the things I really enjoyed from Ben's video is that he told us he wasn't trying to be clever, which is good because I've been wondering why Ben, ben wasn't clever. But it turns out that, <laughs> that he hasn't trying. been trying. I'm so. not big, I'm not clever. Look, guys, I, it's just been a pleasure to be able to record this in one room. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I, I'm very ill at the moment, it's, so you might be getting ill very soon. The, the fact that Tom and Ben are in 3D is actually quite weird for me. <laughs> and we're not wearing Princess Leia headphones. Yeah, so and like... we're all naked, which I, <laughs> I don't really understand. But... And Liz was touching us earlier, so... <laughs> Please help me. If you can help, email podcastmaths at gmail.com or... Uh, uh, tweet to us, uh, podcastmaths at... Or facebook.com facebook slash maths at. Any other ways of contacting us? Uh, if you think really hard... <laughs> if you clap your hands, a fairy will be born. I mean, it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they will contact us. <laughs> a fairy will be in touch. <laughs> and with that, I've been Thomas Woolley. I'm still Ben Parker. And I am still Liz. Thank you for listening. We have been Maths At. We're winning at maths, losing at life. Good night. Bye. This podcast is a Random Walks production performed by Thomas Woolley, Ben Parker and the enigmatic Liz. Intro and outro music was Clonky Donkey by Nikolai Heidlas, and the incidental stings were Cartoon Bank Heist from YouTube Audio Library. <laughs>